0: Welcome to another episode of What is Hashimoto's with Dr. Martin Rutherford. To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com. And now, here's Dr. Rutherford. So the question is, uh, are IBS and Hashimoto's related? The answer is yes. Um, so. Irritable bowel syndrome. That is when you have intermittent constipation and diarrhea. Um, You can have where it is more IBS C, which is IBS more leaning towards constipation, or IBS D which is meaning it's more leaning towards diarrhea, but usually some combination of both. And, and the way, look, and the way that happens is, the way that happens is, it will seem obvious when I say this, but the way that happens is, is your gut breaks down. And what that means is, is that somewhere along the line, you start losing your ability to digest your food properly and and then that creates a bad scenario in your small intestines because you're not digesting your proteins, or so you're not digesting your fats, or so you're not digesting your starches. So you start getting all this undigested food in your intestines, which isn't real happy about that. And then just a bunch of things can start happening. The food can sit there, it can ferment. If you don't have enough hydrochloric acid in your stomach because you're not digesting your proteins, and you, so you can't have enough hydrochloric acid, you're not sterilizing your food properly you're not, you're, so, so you may be getting H. pylori or you may be getting infections in there and so on and so forth. So what does that have to do with Hashimoto's? So the number one cause, of, and, and, and that mechanism is much more even complex and involved than that, but that's the basic start of how you end up getting irritable bowel syndrome. So the number one cause of that is chronic stress. And the reason that chronic stress causes that is because w- this goes back to survival mode and this goes back to um, uh, fight-flight responses. When you go into full-bore fight-flight, somebody's just about to like come after you and is getting ready to like, you know, do a number on you and you, go, you have to decide whether you're gonna fight or you're gonna flee, you, your, your body literally, your brain literally shuts down your intestines and your urinary bladder, because you don't need to be peeing or pooping while you're, or eating, (laughs) while you're trying to get away from the bear, okay? You need to, all your resources need to be going elsewhere. They need to be going to your muscles, they need to be going to your brain, you need to think better, you need to be stronger, you need to be quicker, you need to have more oxygen going to your lungs, and all of that happens while your gut's being shut down. On a lower level than that, if you are just stressed, Doesn't shut down your gut, but it's kind of semi-paralyzes it. It slows down the ability of it to move through. It causes your stomach to not make that hydrochloric acid that you need to sterilize your food, to digest your proteins. It slows your gallbladder down. Number one cause for gallbladder is coming out. Stress. Pancreas will slow down, which can screw up your blood sugar, and all these things from stress and more. Most of you are probably aware of how devastating stress is. So, why am I talking about stress when you ask me about Hashimoto's? Because the number two cause of irritable bowel syndrome is thyroid disease. And the number one cause of thyroid disease is Hashimoto's. Even the Mayo Clinic now concedes or says in their authoritary mode that 85 to 95 percent of all autoimmune conditions are Hashimoto's. And Hashimoto's is known as. Auto, Hashimoto's hypo, autoimmune hypothyroiditis. Okay, hypothyroid is the key. So the stress response paralyzes it. The hypothyroid aspect of Hashimoto's slows everything down. Slows everything down. So it slows down the ability of your parietal cells to make, to make uh, uh, hydrochloric acid it slows down your gallbladder, because it slows everything down. It slows down your pancreas, so now you're not digesting your proteins, you're not digesting your fats, you're not digesting your starches, and now that, you're not sterilizing it, you're not putting out anti-inflammatory enzymes that come out of your gallbladder and your pancreas, and next thing you know, bad things start to happen in your bowels. And And then this entire biochemistry starts to fulminate, Maybe you end up small bacterial overgrowth, maybe you don't maybe you end up with infections in there because because you're not paraly- paralyzing because you 're not sterilizing your food and and if you 're not sterilizing your food you know this is this is a way you can get fungal infections and yeast infections and H pylori and even C bone those types of things and then depending on which of those things are present and are active in your particular situation is going to depend on. I, I got constipation, or I'm getting, or I'm or I'm getting, uh, or I'm getting uh, diarrhea, or both, or both. I get constipation, then I get then I get you know then I get all bound up, and then I go, but then I got diarrhea for four days, and so on and so forth. So it just all depends on the chemistry that's that's occurring based on that particular um, uh, flow of how your <coughs> of how your particular intestines is slowing down and which of those particular elements are involved in in your specific case so so yeah yeah um, it it it, bowel problems are are like if you have if you have hypothyroidism or you have Hashimoto's you're going to have bowel problems and and it just depends on on all the other things that we just talked about Thank you for joining us for another episode of What is Hashimoto's? To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com.